0: Um, true and we've decided this is the last no um, (laughs)
1: we're we're out
0: yeah I just just broke that news to you oh on on the show
1: oh it's not not. a joke okay what we do here is go back 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 We're back.
0: And we're back. Another episode of the Bros and Brews podcast. We've been away for a while. A hiatus, an extended break if you will a uh, a four week siesta for those of uh, our fans listening from certain parts of Europe but we're back uh Matt and I are stoked to be back with the show with mm-hmm. another episode thank mm-hmm. you for your patience and we hope you've had some good downtime while we've been away because it has it feels like a long time since we were here right
1: eh? it really does it really does uh getting everything set up again to, I was like, okay, yep, yes, I do. Yeah, that's right. This is working. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like I get a bit out of place coming back in. Um, but uh, I must say I'm very keen uh, on uh, being back here, catching up, having some chats um, with, uh, you know, some things happening in the pipelines.
0: Some yeah. I mean, it's been a long time. I think when we got around to that, the last episode that we did, I just had to keep reminding myself how mental it was that we had done 47 full episodes in a 52 week year. Like we just actually didn't take many breaks. And I don't, no. don't think I no. realized that probably until now, sort of now when I realized that the amount of time we took off between the last episode and this episode was basically the cumulative amount of time that we took we off over the last took off year. Over a
1: whole year. Yes. That's true. That's yeah. true. And I think that's just it. I think, We've both come to terms in the sense of like we can, we can have a break. We can have more breaks. Sure I think fair. we. I mean, it was. It's nice to get into the swing of it all, obviously, and start something. And you're just so rearing, and you know, want to keep going with it. Um, but yeah, it has been nice to kind of. I mean, we both had things to focus on outside of this break. Um, but yeah, it's. You know, we're growing. We're learning. That's life. Ra <laughs> That is life. Um, <laughs>
0: but before we go much further, things haven't changed that much. And True. And before we before we speak, we need to get back into brulette. We're back. Brulette <laughs> is back. We're still fighting in our attempt to, through sweet serendipity, uh, positive manifestation, dumb luck, uh, buy the same craft beer from two, obviously, completely different establishments um mm-hmm. if it's your first time welcome uh matt lives in auckland i live in wellington and our goal on this brulette journey is just by chance for us to both one day choose the same beer purchase it bring it to the show and present it to each other at the same time how many weeks have we done this far
1: Ten. Ten. Maybe it's not. so hard i look at my cans that are over on my wall and there's other can other craft beers that i haven't done during brulette so it's actually quite hard to I should separate them.
0: I'm going to go ahead and take a stab, and I might be wrong. We can figure it out later on. I think this is the 10th week we've done it. This is 10. Okay. That's my guess. Um, I'll rifle through my notebook later on. But regardless, we're back with Brulette. So far, the closest we have ever got to having the same beer is we both had uh, an IPA, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, obviously we have to work through the same type of beverage, the beer specifically, and then through the same brewery in the hope that we get the exact same can. Um, And yeah, we'll see if by some magic, that would be a great way to to welcome us back after four weeks. True. Uh, Let's dive into it. On the count of three, uh, we will both say the style of beer that we have bought for today. One, two, three. Sour.
1: Sour. Sour bear. Sour. Uh, XBA, extra pale ale. Bugger. Bugger, bugger, bugger. bugger. bugger, But hey,
0: comforting to know that not everything is changing. Um, What are you drinking?
1: (laughs) Uh, I am drinking uh, Boneface. Uh, Boneface uh, Voodoo is the name of the beer. Um, And yeah, Boneface is a Wellington brewing company up in Upper hut um and yeah that is that is what i'm i'm going with uh seems interesting 1.3 standards it's only a um uh, 330 mils which is different for me um and that that's what i'm on boneface voodoo xpa
0: nice i'm on the uh classic garage project but yeah the white mischief salted white peach
1: sour nice um nice i've had that before Oh well, no spoilers, friends. Uh, Let's crack them open.
0: Oh yeah!
1: Oh, was it a crack? It did crack. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Oh, it's good to be back. Um,
0: first impressions, yum, classic. Mm. Doing sour things for me. Basically, doesn't taste like a beer at all. Um, it's not too sweet, which is nice, but it has that sort of tartness of a sour. Um. It says, yeah, infused with white peaches. I think it's not just saying that the beer tastes like peaches. It's saying that that's part of the process. And I love a peach, so I'm not surprised that I enjoy it. (laughs) Only 2.9%. Yeah, 08 standard drinks. But I haven't i'll come back to that that's a spoiler
1: you you tell me about your first (laughs) impression then i'll come back to it um first impressions i really like this from a pale ale point of view um uh, as it says on the back it is it's super fruity uh watermelon stone fruit and tropical flavors um but it's not too uh exotic with its fruitiness um but, yeah, it's it's a lot more than, like, your regular pale ale, which I'm actually really in, enjoying. Knowing that it's only 1.3 standards, it has still got a bit of depth to it, which is nice. Bit of oomph. Nothing wrong mm. with a bit of oomph. Um, yeah,
0: what I was going to say before nice. is since we last did brulette... Um, I have had very little alcohol. I decided uh, during the season of the, the show that I've been doing, which again, we'll get into later on. Um, but yeah, I just decided I wouldn't, wouldn't drink, wouldn't really do that kind of socializing, just have a bit of a break. And hmm. I had a couple of cocktails last Friday night. But other than that, this is my first beer in, in about a month. So it's great wow. to be back and, and uh, quenching my thirst. <laughs> wetting my
1: lips uh, yep. back here on the bros and brews podcast um <laughs> okay. yeah so nice to be back and sharing sharing a beer with you my friend yeah man i yeah i i it, it is nice it is nice it's those, it's those moments and that's why we wanted to do this you know, we could share a beer and have a bit of fun with it at the same time yeah um i mean but yeah no good good beer good beer not
0: not the same beer. Both good beers. Not the same beer. Of course, we'll be back at the end for our uh, final final thoughts on them. Um, but before we get into until what each other's been up to and um, yeah, the the rest of this episode uh, in the off season in the break, we did have a, a chat and figure out what do we what we want to do next with the show and if we're happy with the format or if we want to change some things up. And nothing like a, a break to give you some perspective. Um, true and we've decided this is the last episode no. um,
1: <laughs> we're out
0: yeah okay. I just broke that news to you oh on, on the show oh no, it's not, not a joke okay no, no it's a joke um, but we are making some changes um, to what we do from a recording perspective so the last season season two our episodes were once a week for the most part Um they were quite long episodes sort of an hour and a half and we were trying to record once a week and do some kind of kind of loose chat like we're doing now, our regular segments and bits and pieces, the sort of fun social aspect of the catching up that was at the heart of the show uh, as well as doing some kind of shorter form or long form discussion about a, a topic um, that for the most part, required some research and, and I guess less general chat. Um, that was all one episode per week. And looking at things this, uh, I mean, after the break, Matt and I both have a lot of stuff going on. Um, and I pitched this new idea for how we're going to format the show to him. Uh, we both like it. And so it's what we're going to try for a bit going forward And It is basically every week we're going to record uh, this, whatever we call this, we get to name it, sort of 30, 40 minute catch up, uh, radio show type style, uh, brulette, seeing how each other is, uh, question time, some of the regular segments, we want to bring some more segments in, uh, and we're going to do that every week as per normal. We're not going to market it on social media. We found a lot of the effort and the time that we were putting in last season was the artwork and the visual sound bites are for the episodes. And so we're going to shave that off these episodes specifically. They're just going to be edited, intro outro, chuck it up on Spotify, Apple podcasts through Acast, uh, put it out into the world. And if the sort of radio show style episodes are ones that you like listening to, then they are just going to be there in their own singular 30 to 40 minute ish form every week. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. What we're also going to do is every two weeks, we're going to do a more significant episode about a specific topic. we got some doozies lined up uh, for the rest of the year that we've been planning. And so every second week, those will be posted, again, on the same platforms in their own 40-ish minute uh, bubble. So essentially, over a two-week period, there'll be two of these more casual-style episodes and a more serious, in-depth research-style topic, Um, which also means if you're someone that likes one of those aspects of what we create, uh, you don't have to skip backwards and forwards and listen to half episodes. You're more than welcome to only listen to one of the styles. But uh, yeah, if you're listening to this now, you will have seen it on some kind of podcast server. You will have seen that the episodes are much shorter than they were last season, and that's, yeah, because this episode is basically just our loose our loose chat Uh, and we should say the more serious well in-depth discussion deep dive episodes we will continue to market them with artwork and visual headliners and yeah basically we wanted to take a little bit of the effort off in terms of how much editing and post-production stuff we were having to do the research we were doing for those topics so just doing one of those every two weeks rather than every week while still keeping up the constant of we both want to keep doing this every week because mm. it's, it's mm. something that we both look forward to. Um, but yeah, stripping away some of the, the extra effort that we had to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's what this, this season sort of or season, or I don't know what we have in store over the, the next wee while. And we'll see if, if we enjoy it or not
1: yeah exactly well yeah, well, that's just it I mean I, I think yeah we gotta try things and switch it up and you know keep us interested but keep uh, keep you listeners interested as well um, and I think it's also a way of making things a little bit more accessible for you guys as well you know breaking down the as James said breaking down the radio shows but also yeah if you just wanna listen to the the deep dive topics you can just chuck on those um and yeah a little easy to get to um so yeah we're we're just trying to change it switch it up for everyone um that is involved uh whether you're liking our content or sharing our content um yeah we just want to keep it fresh but still do the things that we love and that is this is catching up over a beer and uh just just talking talking some stuff talking <laughs> some, some random s- stuff
0: some smack some um, smack yeah some smack how have you been, man? Inform me. Inform the people. <sighs> the last essentially month since we last recorded, um, in terms of like the communication that Matt and I have had, we've been catching up on other things. But I don't pretend to expect I've I've been aware of every single thing that's been going on in your life that would normally pour through <laughs> the the podcast. Um, yeah. How are you today? And how's the last month been? I know all sorts of stuff going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look, I gotta say for everyone who's been following my story and following this podcast and everything that's going on this past month has been, uh, amazing, like really amazing. Um, a lot's happened. A lot, a lot's happened, everyone. Um, I mean, James knows, um, a little bit of it because he is my best friend. So I, I, I inform him of things going on. Suck at um, everyone else. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah look i mean to start start off um we committed a few episodes uh to this topic in the terms of me getting an agent and all of this and james helping me and and the road to do that um i can happy happily say um that i got an agent everyone um i did it um i am with uh karen k management um and i'm super stoked yeah i'm super stoked uh so yeah I mean that's like that's a really big thank you to you James and I've I've said this to you uh off off pod um just the amount of yeah the work and and stuff that you did with me with going over all of that stuff and uh, it was really cool um but yeah, I mean, such a, such a weird little experience. Eh? I, I sent out some emails to um, a few other agencies and uh, heard back from them and then didn't hear back from them and uh, did get a no from one of them. Um, not for bad reasons. I completely understood their reasoning behind it. Um, but I really made sure that I didn't let that get in the way. Um, and then, yeah, and then contacted, uh, Karen Kay and it only really contact, contacted them, um, called me up for the interview, went in for an interview. Um, and then before I left the room, I got offered uh, a spot on their books, um, and they represent me. So really stoked. I mean, look, for me this year, getting an agent was, uh, on my list. It was a goal a big goal for this year um and to know that everything that I've done theater wise and acting wise before this to at least get to this point for myself feels really rewarding um so look that's only the start of the journey and it's no by means any easier um but it's just really nice to I, I guess be on the same world as you yourself and 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 all of my other friends as well um it's nice to be amongst it and really feeling like my career is going to start moving somewhere um and man a lot to fill in um uh, i'm doing a theater show people i'm doing a theater show i'm doing a show i'm making a show i'm devising a show um with uh some really good friends um adeline who i believe i've talked and mentioned before um And then also, um, another really good friend of mine and James, uh, um, Kate. Um, When, yeah, us three are creating and devising a a show. We have been given a five night, a five day season at Basement. Um, So we will be doing our show at Basement up in the studio near the end of September. Um, So, yeah, that's what I did today before coming to the podcast. We uh, had a bit of a workshop rehearsal because it's devising right you've got to start from the ground and build it up so um yeah we started a bit of that today and we've met a few times before that and it's weird man it's weird like you know everything's really aligned this past month getting the agent and and actually securing a theater show and getting dates for a theater show and this past month has felt as i said before everything's kind of coming around which is an amazing feeling um, and look, I've had some really good things happen in my personal life as well. I don't need to, I don't need to share everything with you guys, God. Um, but I've, I've been having some really good interactions in my private life. Um, so I am feeling very euphoric and a bit on top of the world um, with everything, which I got to say is a great feeling. Um, so yeah, that's been that's been my past month, man.
0: Girl, your cheeks must be sore. You can't stop bloody smiling. I can't
1: stop bloody smiling. Oh, no, seriously. Congratulations,
0: gosh. man. Um, I know what a sort of stressful and then satisfying time the last month has been for you, particularly from an acting perspective. And I mean, like you said, we've spoken about it on the show. Like getting an agent doesn't give you the the silver platter to yeah yeah all your hopes and dreams but it is a massive step in terms of your career and your networking and your ability to audition for stuff and um yeah it's just super stoked that you've signed with with karen k i'm glad to have been able to help you on that process and give it forward pay it back whatever those sayings are <laughs> um yeah and you know then it's just the next stage of your acting journey you know, in some ways nothing changes you still yeah. have to keep trying yeah. to make work and tell people's stories but yes having an agent and ticking that off i think is no small feat and you know even if you did nothing else for the rest of the year which you have a show coming up already <laughs> bastard um <laughs> there was an actual burp yeah i thought yeah i thought there a was a, burp. a... <laughs> um yeah, that, that's a massive thing. So obviously a massive congratulations for that. Thank you. Thank you, thank you uh, we thank look you, thank forward thank to, we, we, the Brys and Brothers community, look forward to seeing you do great things. Um, and also super exciting that you're working on on the show. A five-month yeah, season is no joke. And yeah, as no, you said with I,
1: devising, you just have to make something out of nothing. So yeah, good exactly. Luck with that. And yeah, well, no, that, that's just it, man. I think, you know, I think we were all a bit tentative when we were talking about it. Um, but today was really the first time we all got in the room, um, and we did makes and things and, and instantly me and Kate really had a really good connection. And I think we both kind of realized, oh, this is actually going to be fun. And I think it's going to be not easy, the word being, but just in the sense of it being a two-hander, two people on stage sharing a story, um, we I think we both definitely were like, Yeah, cool. We we can do this. This is gonna be really good. Um, and Addie herself is I think is gonna be brilliant in the sense of Her direction and the way she's taking us through uh, the workshopping and uh, things—it's—it's really cool to be thinking uh, about different stuff again and getting my theatre brain back on. Honestly, I moving in a room and just doing random stuff and things—it was like uh, it's like good old times. So it's it was really refreshing.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Mm. Um, But what about you, man? How have you been? What
0: about me? Yeah, I've been good good generally um I'm just getting over a sort of end of show sort of tiredness Mm. cold type situation um yeah basically the the bulk of the time we've been away I've been working on this uh show the one that we did at Bats Theatre last year called Batch the Polylog excuse me my body's not used to this carbonation oh my gosh um yeah excuse me for those uh those (laughs) sensitive ears um But yeah, working on Batch again. And basically, so it was a school's tour. So the show, the producers and directors got funding for us to take it around uh, schools in the Greater Wellington region. Um, The show, as a bit of a recap, was 12 monologues from nine New Zealand solo plays, uh, looking at diversity within New Zealand identity and what that means to different people of different age and cultures and sexuality all across many many spectrums um which i sort of always knew would be quite easy for them to pitch to schools because it's sort of 50 minutes it's condensed it's celebrating new zealand writers and looking at like who are we as a people which is i think quite an easy sell Mm. not not Mm -hmm. in a bad way but i always thought they would probably get funding for it and so yeah for three weeks we got uh paid to bring the show back um two of the original actors did not come back to the show um so they had to recast so most of the two and a half days of rehearsal was just getting the two new actors up to speed which was interesting for myself and the other actor who'd done the original season because we came back to it like oh cool we're revamping a show like what will we change and Mm. then realizing the rehearsal period is not for us it's for the other two actors to true learn the whole show Mm -hmm. like we were not priority at all which was again completely fine and justifiable but it was the first time i'd gone back to first time i'd done a show for the second time after an extended break Mm. which was a challenge and uh, both in a positive and i guess a difficult way of coming back to characters that I really, really understood and had a connection to in October last year. And now however many months on having to go back to those characters Mm. was, Mm. was really fun. Um, because you don't want to try and as an actor recreate something you did a certain period of time ago, Mm. but you also don't want to do something completely new because of all that work (laughs) we'd put in months ago was all sort of justified work. So having quite a, a rushed, re-entry to three different characters was a challenging process and then we did the we had a dress rehearsal at mana college which wasn't really a dress rehearsal because it was in front of an audience of of kids so it was basically a show and then we uh, performed we did it at toy uh the new zealand drama school on the friday of the first week mainly to get it recorded and in the following two weeks we did nine shows at, at nine different schools some of them in town in Wellington, some of them in the heart. we went as far as uh, Paraparamu College and Kuranui College in Greytown. And man, just such a weird season. Mm. Uh, I'm in every version of the word weird. I mean, I think the key thing for me was realizing that as theater performers, the audiences that we play to are so often such a specific small proportion of society it's the people that are willing to spend money to go and see theatre and probably be entertained regardless of whether the show is good or terrible Mm. and going and performing in schools was not only a massively different age demographic but some of the people there couldn't have given less of a shit, and some <laughs> yeah. of the people really gave yeah. a shit. You know, some of them were, some of the audience was fifteen people, some of them were a hundred, some of them were just senior drama students, some of them were junior students. They had no association with drama, so really, really diverse in terms of the makeup of the audience we performed to. And then on t- on top of that, layer in that some of them were public schools, some of them were private schools, some of them were co-ed some of them were single sex so every performance was different some of them i really enjoyed some of them i didn't enjoy there was mm. one school in particular which i won't name where the audience was just so rude and so disrespectful and i was like basically to pack i can't do this <laughs> um which was the first time i've ever experienced that on stage just interesting being disrespected by an audience it's yeah, yeah, fascinating yeah. um and most of the shows we did q a's afterwards so we actually spoke to the students about the pieces and that was really valuable as well because the monologues about identity, some of them were quite, uh, I guess challenging for, I don't want to demean people under the age of 18, but it's not content that would be taught through traditional NCA subjects, Mm -hmm. conversations about sexuality, conversations about gay slurs, conversations about, about death and racism and colonialism and, some of the Q and A's were better than others. Like some of them were, how did you get to be an actor? Which I guess is a valuable question. How but do then you s-
1: learn your lines? Oh, every
0: single time. <laughs> um, some of them were really, really valuable. Like the Q and A we had in, in gray on the final show was brilliant. It was like with 15 students who really, really cared. And we just chatted for like 40 minutes about school age people and, Mm. people dealing with sexuality and what it's like being in school at the moment and having these conversations and not having these conversations and so that was that was really really validating and even that one conversation i felt like was enough to make the whole season worth it I, i think yeah yeah when we finished the show at bats i went we need to do this again we need to have more people see it and i felt after the two weeks of shows, doing it at 10 schools, I went, cool. I don't feel the need to do the show anymore. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's spoken to a select audience. Not every, you know, It would be great to do it in every single school, but that's just not the way the of arts course. funding works. No. And I felt like there were probably 400 people that we'd, we'd shown it to. And even if 60 of those kids across all sorts of schools in the greater Wellington region had gone, huh that's really interesting, then we had kind of served our purpose. So oh, really, really exactly. enjoyed that. Yeah, that's really sick. enjoyed that. And from an acting perspective, it was nice to go back and do the show for a second time. Mm-hmm. Pretty low stakes environment. Um touring was interesting, doing shows during the day rather than yeah, the evening. Yeah. It was like the earliest show we did was at eight thirty. So we were getting picked up at like six o'clock in town and driving out and doing a show and then it being 11 o'clock and actually having the rest of the day available to you was oh, an interesting weird. experience. <laughs> um, and also I guess doing a show that many times and processing as an actor that you can't get super invested every single performance. Like yeah. Someone who's doing a six month run at the globe can't be so tense about the show, like do I know my lines every single night? Like you're gonna perform for six months. That mm. that will just tie you out so much. So the process for me over the three weeks was trying to really genuinely trust that I knew the show and I enjoyed it stuff. and actually Yeah just turn up on the day, do a bit of a warm-up before the show, but go about living sort of life in and around that. So yeah, yeah nice. on the whole it was a really, really good experience. Uh, got paid for it which was fantastic because it's not Ooh, always the case we like um, that and yeah after three weeks sort of working on one specific project quite intensively it's nice to have um, come back out the other side uh, and spend some more time on other things um, got a little bit sick at the end of the show uh, feeling better now and and yeah ready to be back, working on this, sh- this show, working on some other creative projects. But yeah, on the whole was, was really, really great tour, And I guess that has been the bulk of the last four weeks for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's nice, bro. Uh, honestly, that's a, I think, you know, the most fulfilling thing I, I think I got from you talking about that was the fact, you know, when we do theater and shows and all of that kind of stuff, it doesn't matter if you only hit one person in the audience you know it's like that's the point like someone has still walked away from that show and been like wow um and I think yeah that's exactly what you you just said there even though you went to nine schools and maybe only one school really got it it's like yeah that's the point uh, and that that's the beauty of it that's the beauty of theater I guess and that's why I love it um that's so cool man I I yeah I had a brief conversation with you uh about it and I think there's something that excites me or the idea of touring even though this was like a different kind of touring a show kind of thing but that kind of lifestyle I, um, i'm glad you got to have i think that's really sick man um yeah and you oh. get
0: to form bonds with the people on the show you know people yeah that yeah you some of them i knew quite well some of them i didn't know at all until we started rehearsing and after three weeks as is the case with any show even, you know people that have done shows in school you have that post-show blues you're like i've missed these people because i've spent yeah. so much of my day yeah dri- you know driving over the room on a terrible day to go to some random school <laughs> in Greytown. it's a completely different bonding experience than just turning up to bats
1: at six o'clock on a evening to do a show in yep. a good way true in a good way yeah i get what you mean yeah i so get what you mean oh uh, that's so cool oh we've been up to so much this past month Been, been busy i'm sure there's been other stuff but just it'll sort of feels
0: like it fails in, in yeah. size in comparison to uh, to that. I'm sure yep. within the coming weeks I'll remember bits and pieces and have things Ooh, to fill you uh, and the audience this. in. But mm. Yeah, for the most part for me it has just been the show and then the last week has been kind of just coming out of the show and re-entering uh, what life was before
1: the show. <laughs> nice. Yes, and mine has been, yes, creative uh initiations in my career a love it absolutely love it <laughs> um sick i'm glad we're doing well man uh it sounds like we're doing things that we want to be doing which i think is a good outlook for 2021 uh, and especially in the middle of winter exactly man, true some of these days a good are point man. And, and, yeah. and to have a positive mindset if i at least i'm doing stuff that i'm enjoying i yeah. think yeah. makes a big difference getting through winter Hard. That's such a good point. You're so right there. Mental health. Mental health is everything. Yep. Um, uh, hey, you want to do a bit of question time? Yeah. yeah a bit of question uh, time? Yeah.
0: We're trying, to, we're trying to keep the episodes to a certain level, but I think we've got 10 minutes to smash through a question. Yeah? We can do and a quick question time. Yeah. Yeah. Not to put any pressure on the question, but no. just sharing with the audience. Question time is here to stay. Obviously, there's been a bit more stuff to talk about this episode, but... Hey, we got ten minutes to, to discuss a question.
1: We got ten minutes to kill. Um, I'm waiting okay. for a bus actually, so if you get a question, that would be oh really? For me to okay, just, cool, like, sweet. Yeah, uh, okay, minutes. so my question for you today is, um, hold on, let me just uh, get the wording of it right. I don't want to mess it up. Okay, uh, it's a would you rather would or or what do you do? Would you rather set an alarm? Earlier than you need to get up so you can press the snooze button, as we all know we all do at some point. Or do you sleep a little bit longer and you get up at the first alarm when you need to get up? So I guess the question is do you to snooze or not to snooze? <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> you snooze you lose is
0: not a mindset that I subscribe to. I, I set so many alarms, man. Ah uh, true. I no. <laughs> well not so many. Minimum two. I'll always set an alarm half an hour before what my actual alarm has to be. Sometimes more. Um, I love nothing more than sitting in bed, lying in bed in the morning, knowing that I have to get up in 20 minutes and I can close my eyes and have a bit of a sleep Mm. or I can just stare at the ceiling or I can go on my phone for 20 minutes. But I really treasure that period of time knowing that it's not yet time to get up.
1: I get you. (laughs) I couldn't
0: cope with the alarm and then you have to get up straight away. Like I need time to process and also not panic about like, no, cool. I've got half an hour and I could get up now and have more time. I think that's the other thing. I vary in the amount of time I give myself in the morning.
1: Yeah. yeah, Sometimes
0: I'll get up 15 minutes earlier than I normally would. So I can do things a bit slower. And I don't think you get that variability if you're a one alarm person. Um, Yeah, Fran is very much a one alarm person and I've definitely taken her out of that. I've shown her the light. I've shown her the benefits of of snoozing. I I can understand that if you have a partner or a a girlfriend or boyfriend or someone that sleeps in your bed, it can be annoying if you're snoozing an alarm and they have to sleep through. Mm. Um, But for the most part, the psychology of having
1: more time in bed and having flexibility. Absolutely. Give me big snoozes. Nice. How about yourself? I'm exactly the same, man. I'm exactly the same, but I'm a, I'm a one, I'm a one-time snoozer. Um, if I have to snooze an alarm, I do it once and then I have to get up. Um, yeah, I, I, I get, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm kind of the same in the sense of sometimes when the initial alarm goes off. I'll either, as you said, lay there for like 10, 15 minutes um, or, uh, yeah, go back to sleep <laughs> for another How long 10, is your minutes. snooze? Is it 10 minutes? Uh, 10,
0: 10, 9 minutes, yeah. Right, so because that's quite, in some ways, what I do is actually different than that. I will set two alarms and I don't snooze the first one. Oh, I you have just, a second alarm. I get so you. if I have to get up at seven. 30 I have a 7 o'clock alarm 7.30 alarm and I will turn the first one off and then know that I have another alarm
1: in 30 minutes which I Mm. think is quite different than snooze for 10 minutes, snooze for 10 minutes snooze for 10 minutes. Yeah yeah that's just that I've only got one alarm and it has turn off or snooze and it'll be like snooze right right yeah and then the alarm will go off again 10 minutes later.
0: I think within the same sphere because there are people that swear by one alarm get up so I think the, the, the tone of your alarm matters. You oh, hate totally. hate your alarm, change totally. your alarm. Like There's even the presets. I've never downloaded like a song or anything, but if you're hating your alarm in the morning, change it to something different. It will change yeah. your mindset as you wake I mean, up in the morning.
1: Yeah, I remember for a little time I did some birds. Oh, love it. It was great. It was actually really great. It like started off really quiet and then in my subconscious, I feel like I'd start to hear them and then I'd wake up and it's like birds. It's like, oh, I'm awake now. <laughs> I love lying there
0: and knowing my brain is awake, I'm functioning, and I don't have to get up yet. Get out it. (laughs) That is it. Yeah, totally. Totally. I think because on the weekend, I'm not like that. On the weekend, I Mm. tend to get up and do something. Like, I'll, I'll have something in the morning to get up for. At the weekend, I'm not asleep until 11 or 12 or... Even ten o'clock, I tend to get up. So I think in the mornings I give myself sort of the snoozy time. Whereas on the weekends, I'm, I'm not a, not
1: a snoozer at all. I don't know if that. That's no, relationship. I, yeah, there. I got no alarms on days that I don't have to be up. I get up when I need to get up. But I have noticed that
0: my body clock is way, it's way stronger than it was a couple of years ago.
1: Like nice. I'm Lucky pretty some- sure that
0: if I didn't set alarms, I would probably just wake up at the same time. Anyway,
1: I don't know. Do you think it's subconscious? You're like, oh, I've known I've set an alarm, so I'm going to wake up at that alarm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And also, probably just enough routine.
0: Yeah, that's faith in your morning. body clock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, many people have experienced the same thing of waking up a minute before your alarm is meant to go off. Oh. And that is just mental. I do it all the time just strange (laughs) how do we know how do we know what (laughs) yeah i couldn't convert to i just uh, you know what it is Mm. i have had an experience where my alarm hasn't gone off and i was late for work and it happened once and my first year of university and it wasn't a big deal because i lived super close to where i worked. someone called me i was there you know half an hour late But the fear of putting all your eggs in a single alarm basket, if nothing else, will mean that I'll set an alarm earlier. Earlier. Because, man,
1: sometimes you put PM rather than AM. I have done that. I have done that before. I have done that before and been late to work.
0: I don't think I've ever had the phone wasn't on charge and died and therefore the alarm didn't go off. I don't think that's ever happened to me. No, I haven't had that one. But... Being late for work that one time, if nothing else, maybe be like you need to be aware of the world in the morning half an hour <laughs> earlier than you think you need to do anything.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm here, world, ready. Let's go.
0: But hey, let us know if you're if you swear by a one alarm policy because in some ways, like I kind of respect it. I respect your ability to trust your sleep and you want to maximise deep sleep for as long as possible. Right? Mm. I disagree with your lifestyle choices, but it yeah. doesn't mean I'm I like not the theory. But practically, yeah. Um, before we get out of here, man, what are you? What's your thoughts on the old mm. Boneface XPA?
1: I've really enjoyed this. It's um, it's just got a slightly a little bit more to it than other IPAs and and just pale ales we've had or I've had at least. Um, but it's still really yeah refreshing and. And it's got a lot of body to it, which I really like, hence the extra pale ale. Um, Really good. Um, Obviously, I'm not going to get wasted off this. Um, I would probably put the... Hold on, let me have another little... Slurp. I would probably put this in the high sevens. I... mm, I'm gonna go seven seven actually middle, 7.6. 7.6 7.6, which is definitely drinkable again, drinkable. Um, but I have had uh, a better favorites of my palate. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> um, I have as I sift through my notebook to try and remember where my scale of scoring. <laughs> I've completely uh, lost my last season. It's a 2.4 um i've really enjoyed this now again i've had some time away from beers so potentially this is a biased score maybe i'm just really stoked to be here but i do really enjoy it i love a sour i like white peach i think it's very refreshing i'm gonna give it an i'm gonna give an (gasps) 8.4 oh my gosh yeah really enjoy it if you like sours you like this also, if at any point in the podcast you saw my face doing weird things, it's because I've realized that the can is covered with uh, a couple of uh, cartoon, well, I don't know if cartoon is the right word, a couple of rabbits uh, yep. engaging mm-hmm. in a number of sort of yoga, dare I say, perhaps karma Sutra. karma Sutra is, poses. <laughs> uh, poses, which I didn't know you were allowed to put on beer cans, but. There we go, and I guess it's subtle enough that it took me a while to, to notice it. Uh, <laughs> the beer is an eight point four, the uh, artwork a nine, a nine. <laughs> yeah, but great to be back, man. That's a good great one. Be great hey, it's good to be great. Yeah, it's good to be back. A beer, bro. I agree. Heaven beer and the brulette. Um and great to hear a little bit about how the last uh, month or so has been for you. It's been, you know, crazy just diving back in after it's felt like a really really massive break. Really, really massive break. I'm wasted. Really, really <laughs> massive break, um, yeah. and can't wait for the the next weeks and months and all the exciting topics and and chat we have to to share with the people.
1: Yeah, well, that yeah, and that's just it. That's what I'm really excited about. You know, it's not that I was uh, necessarily getting like FOMO. But the whole fact of um, yeah, I'm gonna have things to share with you all and and yourself, and it's just gonna be really interesting to see what happens and what doesn't happen. Um, I'm excited uh, in all areas of <laughs> of everything, really. Um, so yeah, I yeah, I can confirm to everyone that um, I'm great. I'm doing really good. Um, I'm yeah, I can't stop smiling. So yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. It's uh,
0: it's overwhelming, even through this side of the desk. I can feel your your positive aura is just oh radiating right now. Stop! What are you doing? I uh, Love your aura. Uh, um, that's it for this week. That's all we've got for you. That's us. Just chat. Nothing sure, more than Chat. Sweet. Um, yeah, these sorts of episodes are going to be very much akin to what the last forty or so minutes have been. So if it's too light, wait for you. Uh, every second week we'll have the more deep divey, researchy, discussy type. Uh, stuff and uh yeah next week we'll have another one of these and another one of those different style episodes we hope it makes sense in the way we do the format um and yeah when you discover this on spotify google podcasts Apple podcasts we hope you click on um and and welcome back to everyone as our audience we've missed you and we can't wait to uh keep on going with this thing nodding
1: oh sorry previously. yeah uh, that was You're sorry I should have said like, I should have said yes but I was just nodding I was like yes nodders nodders he is on one just absolutely <laughs> on
0: one you need to put all this energy into the liquid form and give it to
1: the people oh look, hey one day man one day actually that's it's an a an really energy good, drink I love this vibe that's a really good feeling vibe. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. alright
0: I'll think it through <laughs> think it through uh, that's all we've got Great to be back. Um, and Matt, all that's left to be said is we'll see you next time. Peace. You around, hesitating with my feet stuck in the ground.